Super Talk Mississippi media production. You're listening to Sports Talk Mississippi On Demand, presented by Pearl River Resort. Escape to Choctaw, Mississippi and enjoy world-class gaming, the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and Geyser Falls Water Park. Escape to Pearl River Resort. Final day of the work week in what has been... Uh, To put it mildly, a strange week in the United States. Welcome to Sports Talk Mississippi. Richard Cross, Michael Borky. Brian Haydad is back today. Brian Scott Rippey with me in studio in Oxford. Haydad's in Starkville. Borky is in Jackson. We're glad to have you along. C Spire text line is open, 601-879-4395. 601-879-4395. C Spire reminds you to avoid the waiting room with C Spire Health. Download the telehealth app and get treated by UMMC clinicians right from your phone. Those visits now are just $29 for everyone, regardless of who your phone carrier is. Learn more. Download the app at cspirehealth.com. Whatever optimism existed yesterday for the possibility of a return of college baseball, of softball, and maybe some of the other spring sports, seems to have vanished today. Uh, just moments ago, the Southeastern Conference put out a release that said it was extending the suspension of spring sports from March 30th, as was announced yesterday, yesterday or the day before. I've lost track of time. I think it was yesterday, to now April 15th. And that effectively ends the college baseball season. That is not an official announcement that college baseball is over, but when you think about kind of the practical aspect of it, they are closing down all athletics facilities at all 14 SEC schools until April 15th, and they are sending student-athletes home. Cannot practice, cannot use the facilities, can't do anything on campus until April 15th. And so, again, if you're just being practical about it, what that means. Let, let's just say that on April 15th they say, everything's good, everybody come back. Well, you can't just start a baseball season after having not played for a month. And so you'd have to give a week or two for teams to kind of get back up to speed. You would have to reshuffle the schedule. At that point, you would be in the neighborhood of May 1st starting the year, which is the last weekend, as was originally scheduled, of the regular season. Then you get into postseason play. It just kind of doesn't work anymore. And that's disappointing to a lot of people, certainly, in the uh, in the state of Mississippi, Borky, I guess we shouldn't be surprised at this point by any news that is bad news. But um, this one was disappointing. Yeah, it it's almost at least around here, kind of the final nail in the coffin, if you will, because the conversations we've had over the last couple of days led you to believe that there were, um, and it was probably a long shot. And to your credit, you even said it was. But at least there was some idea that behind closed doors, if this thing kind of leveled off, maybe we'd reconvene and get some baseball in some capacity. But now uh, that is no longer the case, and we will be without sports around here until September. September 5th, Mississippi State opens its football season. Baylor will uh, meet Ole Miss in Houston. And I'm sure there will be some games in the uh, week or two prior to uh, to that. But for the foreseeable future, 
No sports to speak of. Hey, Dad, you've been out the last couple of days. Uh, you missed a thing or two. <laughs> yeah, that might be putting it as mildly as you possibly can. Yes, I'd, I didn't get to uh, be here on, when, when everything just got started. But, man, it's a... Uh, it is something. I, I, you know, I tried to put it into words as best I can on the podcast today, but you know, this this is one of those things that's a little bit beyond me and my, my capacity to think sometimes. So it's going to be a uh, an interesting uh, you know full month now uh, for us, but we will uh, we will get through that. Don't sell yourself short. It's beyond everybody. Yeah, you're right. <clears throat> I mean, I I read a few columns this morning from brilliant sports people and. While they were well written, it's the same sentiment. Yeah, we don't know what to tell you. It's you could be in sports media or or whatever for decades and still not know how to describe what is happening to people. Yeah. Well, and it's in every walk of life. I mean, we we do sports, right? We this is a sports show, and we're going to continue to talk sports. Although we're going to take a much different angle over the coming weeks with how we do that, we will talk college football. We will begin looking to the twenty twenty season. We're going to do a lot of stuff, and we're going to try to be creative, and we're going to try to have some fun with you. But it's not just sports; it's all walks of life. Now, with that said, the stock market has had a pretty dramatic bounce back today. Um, not. Like crazy, crazy, but it's up nine and a half percent, up back over twenty three thousand. So for the craziness on Wall Street for the uh, the last few days, I guess the uh, presidential press conference that is uh, is still going on right now in uh, in Washington D.C. has had a positive effect. It's gone from up about four and a half percent, maybe four and a half to five percent at lunchtime, uh, up another four full five percentage points uh, since noon Central time today, which would have been at one o'clock East. The uh, market either has closed or is about to close, and uh, this was a pretty big day going into uh, uh, the weekend after a really disappointing week. Public schools, though, are uh, are going to be closed uh, for extended periods of time. Uh, I just got a message that I have not seen an official announcement, so I don't want to put the dates out. Uh, I mentioned yesterday that Oxford, where I live, um, had canceled school for Monday and Tuesday. They're going to make those days up later in the year. My understanding is that uh, that that has now been extended beyond just uh, a couple of days next week. As we get school closure notices, we will uh, we'll let you know. I saw a tweet from uh, from the Tupelo School District a little while ago uh, that they are closing all of next week. I think you're going to see that all across the state of Mississippi. Uh, I mean, it's Borky. We used the analogy yesterday with dominoes. Once the dominoes start falling. Um, once somebody makes a difficult decision, it becomes easier for other people to make a difficult decision, and I think you're going to see a lot of that. That's right over the uh, over the coming days. And um, you know, if you've got young kids and you're in the state of Mississippi, you are finishing spring break week right now. Well, you're about to have more spring break, and you know, I, I guess when you were 12, that was pretty cool. But even my kids this morning, when we were talking to them about not going to school the first couple of days, Obi said, "I'm bored." <laughs> we're well, have come to find on, some... Dad. Make them not bored. What's wrong with you? I'm going to do my best. We're, we're going to do our best, but you know, it's not like you can the run out and go to some ban, ball games. Will the technology ban in your house have to extend? Uh, that is beyond my pay grade. <laughs> Banned technology in your house? Uh, my wife shut it down this week. Now we've we've softened on that a little bit. It's been rainy some, and so it's been a couple of movies, but it has not been the incessant 
you know, waking up in the morning, immediately turning on cartoons and watching whatever on Netflix, you know, whatever within reason, and then playing on iPads and, you know, constant. Uh, just tried to back off on that a little bit. What's the stance on running water? We're all good on running water. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but to your point uh, a second ago, I figured the domino around here would have been what happened in Louisiana, where they've basically shut down schools statewide, uh, including moving their election. So once I saw that, I figured it's just a matter of hours uh, before Mississippi has some kind of blanket uh, policy or whatever that would stop school for a period of time. They haven't canceled school. And I saw the news yesterday that the governor has been in Europe for the uh, for the last week. Which I mean, no fault of his. I mean, you're allowed to to do that. I'm sure taking a spring break trip with his uh, his family. And I saw that he would be back in the uh, United States prior to the uh, travel ban that uh, goes into effect with Europe at uh, at midnight tonight. So, uh, just looking at some quotes, Scott Strickland apparently in Gainesville is having a press conference right now. He has said that all of the team areas, locker room, weight room facilities will be closed until at least, uh, at least uh, April the 15th. Uh, classes at the University of Florida will go online on Monday. Uh, we know that uh, here in Mississippi for all eight uh, schools that are public schools under the IHL purview, um, another week of spring break next week. So two weeks for spring break, and then they will begin uh, online classes and alternative learning measures, I think is how it was uh, how it was phrased, but uh, again, Scott Strickland underscoring what I told you just a second ago. They're being shut down. This is there's no voluntary workout. There's no team mandated workouts. There are no practices for any of the spring sports. Athletes are being encouraged to go home. And uh, I, I did talk to someone who told me that you know, and and this does nothing for the normal student, but for student athletes, if they are brought back on campus. Uh, you know, April 15th, I mean, you, you've got kids that are scattered all over the country with where they're from, uh, that the university and the athletics departments will be able to uh, help defray the cost of that if they are asked to come back. But uh, this just really feels like it's trending in the direction of nobody's coming back until uh, probably summer school starts in, what, late May, early June. We will, I mean, you know, it'd be a whole lot easier at this point to walk through a list of things that haven't been canceled. That would be a short list. We'll give you kind of the update since we uh, ended the show yesterday of what has gone away and what some of the plans are going forward. Right now, we've got a lot of information on what's going away and very few plans on what's coming back or when it is coming back. Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll take a quick time out. Remind you that the uh, C Spire text line is open to you, 601 879 Four three nine five. We'll be right back. Would ask for your help as we want to be a conduit for information for you in the state of Mississippi. If you have official information about school closings in your communities, please pass them along to us either through the Sports Talk Mississippi Twitter feed at Sports Talk M I S S. Or on the Ceasefire text line, 601-879-4395, 601-879-4395. And and again, please, not just, well, I heard that this is what we're going to do. If you've got an official release or there is a tweet or an email or a text message that has gone out to uh, the entire school district, then... 
please pass that along, and we will uh, we'll share it with the listening audience. Uh, saw this one from the uh, the Oxford School District uh, just a moment ago. Schools will be closed until at least March 27th after the national emergency declaration by President Trump uh, due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, there was additional information in there that said uh, plans were being made to allow for instruction for students while they were away and also said that um, uh, any students who were uh, in need uh, of meals or were relying on meals that were provided uh, through school food service arrangements would be made for those meals to be provided as well. So I think we're going to get a lot of information like that, and we would love to uh, love to hear it from you. Uh, if you've got information for us to pass along, please do just that. Uh, got a note here that says uh, Tishomingo County Schools are closed uh, all of this week. They will be closed all of this coming week. Uh, New Albany schools are closed all next week, and that was an official text. Uh, thank you, Mickey, for sending that along as well. So, Borky, you put together kind of a rundown of, you know, at this point, what has, has shut down. And, we, I mean, if you've been following along, you've probably seen a bunch of that. But here's kind of the running list. You had golf yesterday. Players' champ, uh, Championship in Ponte Vedra Beach, Florida, right outside of Jacksonville, played round one yesterday with fans there. They made the announcement during the first round of tournament play that they would continue with the golf tournament throughout the weekend, but there would be no fans in attendance. And then last night, uh, Jay Monahan, the commissioner of the uh, PGA Tour, uh, said that that was changing, that they were declaring the tournament over. And in addition to that, you had the next two events on the PGA Tour canceled or postponed, and then the announcement from the Masters, which is the one that uh, I think everybody was was waiting to hear. The Masters, the Drive, Chip, and Putt Championship, and the um, Women's National event that uh, last year happened for the first time the week before uh, the Masters was postponed. They did not say canceled, which has led to a lot of speculation that uh, for the first time ever, or at least I think for the first time ever, we could potentially be looking at the Masters in the fall? The Masters has never not been played in April. Okay. So <laughs> this will be the first Masters any other month of the year. Um, Don't but, you feel like they'll make the effort to play it in November? That I mean, could you imagine that golf course with fall leaf colors? Oh, my uh, That'd gosh. be spectacular. I saw a great tweet today. I think it was from our good friend Bunky Perkins who said, do it the week of the cocktail party. Maximum Georgia. <laughs> mm. Did you see the way the players found out about the cancellation of the Players' Championship? So these are guys that played their Thursday round, and they get a text at 10 o'clock local time that says literally just this. Based on the rapidly changing situation, the Players' Championship has been canceled. More info will be emailed. That's it. That's how they let their field know that the tournament was no longer happening at 10 o'clock at night, the day before their next round. I imagine that's the same system they use with all players to remind them of tee times. I know they have an automated system. Yeah. I would have to believe that it's a text message system. Isn't that crazy, though? Yeah. It's one, one line, hey, guys, you're canceled. And at 10 o'clock at night, if you had an early tee time the next day, you're in bed. 
He pro- some of these guys probably woke up in the morning to get ready for their tea time to find out that their tournament got canceled. The pres- I mean, the, it's a Ryder Cup year, which I believe is at the tail end of September, which I don't know how that would affect the fall series or anything else. Like, You're probably, for the Masters, I know you take precedent over most other tournaments, but ideally you're probably trying to fit in a weekend where there's nothing. Wait, we, it's a Ryder Cup year? Yeah, it is. Is that what you said? 28 to the 30th. And then I don't know how that affects the fall season and what events or when, but yeah. Well, and the Masters is a select field as well. It's the basically the smallest field in golf outside a couple of the World Golf Championship events, right? Still a lot of people, though. Yeah. Like, and the best players in the world. Would it feel I mean, the I guess same? you could play it in December. Man, it gets cold, though. I know it's Georgia, but... I mean, it, it snows sometimes. Not in December. Not in, in Augusta. Come on, man. Augusta's kind of like college baseball's opening day. It's going to be 70 and sunny. <laughs> I wonder where this was headed. It's like Tiger yeah. Stadium. It never rains there. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see what happens with uh, with the Masters. December, the average high is 60 degrees, and the average low is 41 degrees in Augusta, Georgia in December. That's perfect. I've personally been rained on in Tiger Stadium, by the way. Hey, Dad. So have I, but that's what they say. Yeah. I guess it didn't really happen. This is the sports event that hurt, that hits the most home for me. Because you, maybe you didn't. I figured Augusta National was going to do whatever it took to play the Masters as scheduled because of all of the effort and preparation and the novelty of being the first major in April. I figured they were going to do anything they possibly could to play the tournament, patrons, no patrons, whatever. And it's probably my favorite week of the sports calendar, and it's just gone. This one hurt the most to me. Mar- um, the March Madness was the weirdest for me. How so? <laughs> I mean, you're not going to... was the, Well, it was the first big one. You didn't figure it was going to happen after the NBA thing being suspended. So March Madness just being canceled, like... As bad as college baseball is being canceled, can you imagine college baseball being canceled while a bunch of people are in Hoover or Raleigh or where do they play the Big 12? Kansas City. Yeah. And you're about to go to a regional? Like, can you imagine if Ole Miss and State were like national seeds, both pretty good teams, and then it's over? Yeah. Like, the suddenness of it was strange. Because I didn't think there was any way on Monday. Like, I did, this was not even on my radar. I mean, hey, Dad, Mississippi State was supposed to be playing basketball right now as a quarterfinalist yeah. in the SEC tournament, likely against the Florida Gators, uh, but against either Florida or Georgia after the, the Wednesday result with Ole Miss in Georgia. Mississippi State was supposed to be playing right now, like getting close to wrapping up or you know maybe closing in on halftime of their first game of the SEC tournament and trying to lock up a trip to the NCAA tournament. We should be talking about what happened in that first half, You know whether or not Reggie Perry had come to play, how Tyson Carter looked, is Mississippi State going to win this game, is that going to be enough? whole plethora of things that we could have been talking about, but we're not going to be talking about any of that stuff. Then you think about... I'm sorry. How about... Have you seen the news that the the NCAA... Is toying with the idea of still putting out a bracket? I say don't yeah, do that. I think that's a bad I, I, idea. It feels like it would be a kick in, a, in the gut to, A, the bubble teams who didn't make it, and, B, teams like Rutgers, who haven't made it in, what, 30 years? 
No, that, it's that not that long. Now, since 2005. Okay, so there was somebody that was I saw that was like 30 years. I don't remember who it was. Or no, maybe it's but, their first winning season since 2005. That's that seems more likely. I don't remember Rutgers being in the tournament ever. Uh, but wouldn't that just be a kick in the gut? I mean, I guess they could hang a banner, NCAA tournament, but, you know. Rutgers' NCAA. last NCAA tournament appearance was 1991. Whoa. Yeah, so thir- going on th- 29 years, yeah. And how about Goodness. Dayton? I mean, I-, I saw somebody that covers the team say this is the best Dayton team ever and probably will be the best Dayton team ever. They're 29-2, and two, and that's it. Yeah. The, I was telling Borky on the podcast today, last night, Sports Centered. I don't, I'm not blaming them for doing this because Lord knows they're scrambling for programming options. And some of it was interesting, but they had Hartford University. Uh, their head coach, whose name just gave me, and their best player, whose name never was grasped by me, was like on the, the Sports Center set. And they, they were playing in whatever conference Vermont is in, uh, which Vermont, I think, was going to be the first. In America East? I think that was, Vermont East, had yeah. the chance to be the first at large team out of that conference and whatever but Hartford pulled like a stunner in the semifinals and was going to get to play Vermont at Vermont for the chance for the first NCAA tournament trip in program history and the guy the sports center host was basically just asking them 12 versions of hey man how bad does this suck and yeah. it's just like it's I don't know what you can say but it's it's so wide-reaching like you wouldn't think about like Hartford University and schools like that so sports talk Mississippi streaming online at supertalk.fm this will probably be the last day where we do the show exactly like this, but there's still so much news that's coming out and stuff to talk about, and uh, we want to talk about it with you. Maybe even open the phone lines up this afternoon. Take a quick time out. Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Eagle Hour in Hattiesburg or Laurel earlier this afternoon. You heard this. Uh, Luke Johnson sent me a message to make sure that I had seen it. Uh, they had Kyle Roan, who is uh, assistant head coach for Southern Miss basketball, on the show today. And he said that they got a text message saying that recruiting had been shut down by the NCAA until April 15th. It is now a dead period. There are no personal calls, phone, or no personal visits, phone calls only, no on campus visits, which. You know, you've had some schools that have done this individually already, and the NCAA just took it to a uh, another level and kind of made that uh, across the board the uh, case. So until at least April 15th, you have a dead period for all sports in terms of recruiting phone calls, the, uh, the only thing that will be allowed. I wonder if they'll uh, – will they push back signing days? Because this is a time of year where normally you have junior days and kids start their some take, some take official visits, some take unofficial visits. Do you push that back another month? We may be looking at the sports calendar being out of whack for for quite a while. Yeah. Well, and, and Borky, I know you've got this in the rundown, and we can get into it in more detail later today. But the NCAA has said that um, spring sport athletes that are affected by this will receive another year of eligibility. They just threw that out there in a press release without um, without getting into the details. And on the and the surface, details are of paramount importance. Yeah, on the surface, it is absolutely the right thing to do. But how you manage that is going to make this 
potentially a disaster or a really good thing. But there, I don't think there's any in-between because you're going to have basketball programs and teams that are going to ask for this. They even said they're going to evaluate the winter sports. And I'm very pro-student-athlete. Um, however, I think you cannot give them an, an additional year of eligibility. The season was over. The season was over. And then you, you'll have Except the, for the fact that they didn't have a chance to play for a championship. Right. And so then I've seen a few people suggest, well, then let the teams that were going to make the tournament have those players have another year of eligibility. And that's just, that's a non-starter. There's can't, no way you can't can, do that without letting it for everybody. Right. And so that's not possible. But then in baseball, you only give 11.7 scholarships for a roster of 35 guys. And all of which have to be on at least 25% of a scholarship. Or at least, what is it, 25 guys that have to have 25%. Isn't that how it works? But the roster is bigger? Yes, that's correct. So if you're going to allow all of the... Is it every player gets an additional year? Or is it just the seniors? It is every player. So do you expand the amount of scholarships a team can give? And then how long do you do that for? Think about with baseball, too, you know, with the way the draft works for that. You're talking about maybe if you do this, you give everybody an extra year, how does that throw off recruiting? Because all of a sudden you're going to have a ton of draft-eligible sophomores next season. Guys you maybe weren't planning on replacing or however it's going to work. It's just – it's it's a mess, man. And, you know, I'm glad glad the NCAA did – Put the put the message out there. I'm glad that happened because it needs to happen. But to put it out there like Richard said and just be like, "Oh yeah, we're going to do this," but not give us a look at you know in the details of it. I mean, it just feels like it's just typical NCA stuff. We're just going to throw stuff at the wall and we'll see what sticks. From the draft side of this, if that were to happen this year, wouldn't that give quote unquote seniors actual leverage in the draft? It would, yeah. And wouldn't that also? in terms of next year affect the amount of money going into prospects pockets just because there's yes. more top talent eligible like how does yes. that work do you like wait to go another year if you're like the the I juniors mean without saying this they, year really get jobbed on that don't they yeah i mean you've got some juniors that are going to get drafted this year regardless but you know would tyler keenan be an example I mean, Tyler Keenan yeah. is a junior. I don't really know what he is as a prospect. I, I don't know what he is as a prospect, but he's going to get drafted. Somebody like Who, Jordan Westberg or, or Tanner Allen from Mississippi State. You know, the guys are probably going to get drafted. But do they? You know, they have to make a decision. Do they want to come back? They know if they come back, they still have the leverage. They don't have to worry about being like Jake Mangum and only getting a ten thousand dollars signing bonus. But do they want to do that? You know. It's complicated. It's re- look and, and without sounding callous, I mean, with, without sounding callous, there is an element of this where you go, "It's tough luck for you, man." I'm really sorry. Right? Yeah. I mean, th- 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 again, not to sound callous, but there are coaches who, at some point, with some seniors, are glad that. It's it's time for you to move on. You did your four for years. Like, it's been a good run. It's time for you to go get a job. I feel or, bad for a guy like Spencer Price, who had a great sophomore year, battled through injuries, 
comes back and now it looks like here as a senior he was back in form and he was dominant this past week against Texas Tech. Looked like the Spencer Price from three years ago. His season's over. And if this doesn't work out, you know, I mean, he's a guy who could get drafted, but he probably need that's somebody who probably needed full money appearances to show, hey, I'm completely healthy and I'm good to go. Yeah. So then what do you do? I mean, off the top of your head, of course, you would probably have to sit down for hours and come up with it. But what's what is the answer to making sure that all of these players that are losing their season get additional eligibility while also making sure teams don't have 60 players on a baseball roster next year? Time machine? I mean, you know, the, the <laughs> 60 number is a, there's a little hyperbole there, but, I mean, you're talking about 40 to 45, right? Yeah. 45 to 48? I mean, if you're talking about 12 players or so in a recruiting class, and then scholarship money. I mean, you're, go- you're going to lift the roster restrictions – but you can't say make 11.7 scholarships work. I mean, think about parents who budget for their kids to go play college baseball and are paying for their son's school. Or, And we're using baseball because it's an equivalency sport with only the 11.7 scholarships. So just for this example, I mean, other sports are going to have their issues as well. But with 11.7 scholarships, you spread that among the 25 players, as Borky said, that's fine. What are you going to do for some extra, though? This is and where can, the NC- and, 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 and well, and sorry to interrupt, hey Dad. Let's just take it one step farther. Let's say eleven point seven is what some schools have budgeted, and now they say, just for argument's sake, they say, okay, you can have fifteen scholarships this year that have to be divided. There are no roster limitations. Well, for some schools, paying for an additional four scholarships, three and a half scholarships, is a financial burden. Maybe not. For Power 5 schools, certainly not for SEC schools, but for schools with smaller budgets, that could be a financial uh, financial burden. Yeah, this is where the NCAA itself might need to step in and just have to put its hands up there and say, we're sitting on billions of dollars. We could fund this for everybody for one That's year. That's what Gino Ariema suggested today. Just do it. Just do it for one year. And I would, I would make it so that you have to currently be on the roster. They can't use it to go sign 20, 25 kids. If you're currently on the roster, your scholarship is covered next year. Hmm. If you choose to take it. You know what would really help in situations like this? Calling your conference commissioners and consulting with them. Probably some really good ideas from some really smart people in athletics, but I guess that's too difficult to pick up the phone and call them. I'll be honest with you. My biggest disappointment... No, it's not true. My biggest disappointment is losing my favorite sport. College baseball is my favorite sport. Just is. I was really love. It. I was really looking forward to tonight, heading out to the ballpark, MSU, oh. MSU Arkansas, because it was going to be a big crowd. And then I'll be. I'll not, I won't lie to you. When they announced that they were going to be no crowd, part of me was thinking there was a fascination there. There was something fascinating about that. I had planned I was going to like do a periscope from the stadium and just sort of walk around while the game was going on and just like see how eerie it was. But now that's gone too and it's just it's just crazy. I'll be honest, I was looking forward to it as well. I was doing the TV broadcast for all three games this weekend for Ole Miss and LSU. Oh man, that sucks. The audience would have been massive for that. Yeah. 
And what would the audience have been, to your guess? Ole Miss, LSU, Mississippi State, Arkansas, fanless stadiums tonight. 30,000 plus? I, I, oh. No, I would say that for the for the Ole Miss-LSU game. Oh, got to factor in them too, huh? It would have been over 100,000. Easily. Man. Easily. They could have said something up in right field that like a robot shoots some kind of liquid up in the air. Try to make it easy. <laughs> Well, and, and here's the other thing that I was interested to see. So, <laughs> hey, Dad, with, with the way it's set up at Mississippi State, you can't be outside the stadium and see the field. There's right. nowhere you can see the field being outside the stadium. That's not the case in Oxford. Were you going to have, you know, the the field roped off, but people lined up on Old Taylor Road and sitting yeah. out in the parking lot behind left field and I up was on the tennis courts? Would you use the I was wondering what's going to happen with the loss. For stadium attendance. Yeah. Sports Talk Mississippi. Take a quick time out and be right back. This is a thought with the idea that's being floated that the NCAA is going to look at winter sports as well about possibly granting an extra year of eligibility. They've already said they're going to do that for spring sports. Do you realize what that could mean for basketball in the state of Mississippi? Huge. That would be Tyson Carter coming back once again. Yeah. That would be Brian Tyree put having well, the option to come back. Let's say he might have more NBA options than Tyson would. Any other senior Tyson Carter was the only senior for Mississippi State, yeah. wasn't he? The only one well, other than walk on Jess. Are there any other seniors for Ole Miss besides Tyree? No, not, not outside of walk ons. No. Kind of a crazy thought. I mean, I, I don't think that changes the future for Reggie Perry, one way or the other. No, no. What's going to happen be, with Robert Woodard? I think he'll be back, but, you know, he'll probably put Wasn't his name a point in, in this the hat. Year where his, the, the draft projections were maybe even higher for him than they were for Perry? They were, but I think he'll put his name in the hat. I think he'll go to the combine, and we'll see what happens. But, I mean, it might only be 60-40, but I think he'll be back. Interesting yeah. thing with Mississippi State, too, you talk about, okay, let's do this, and Tyson Carter gets to come back. State's got an NCAA uh, probation for next year where they're down a scholarship. So what are you doing then? You only got 12 guys that you can put on scholarship. What? While, okay, this is. I mean, we're going to do a lot of this, asking yeah. questions that we don't know the answer to, but right, I think right, questions right. that need to be answered. Here's one for you. Missouri baseball was ineligible for the postseason this year. <laughs> Will Missouri baseball be eligible for the postseason next year? Since there is no postseason this year? That's a good question. The answer should be no. But they've already kind of suffered the whole... I mean, obviously they didn't get to go play in a postseason event, and they weren't kept out of that, but probably already had some guys transfer out as a result. Yeah. How does this affect the FBI probe? Gives them more time? No longer FBI probe. I guess now it's an NCAA thing, but you get what I'm saying. What do you mean? I don't know. In terms of penalties and... You don't have to worry about derailing the NCAA tournament. It doesn't exist, so go ahead and pick up Will Wade and off and running. You and your vendetta against Will Wade. It's not a vendetta. It's just mind-blowing that this guy... I mean, think about this. A college basketball coach was caught 
on a federal wiretap discussing specifically making an offer or giving an offer to a recruit and being frustrated that he hadn't committed to his school considering the offer yet was caught on a federal wiretap doing that and he still gets to coach and make millions of dollars. That is mind-blowing and he drives me crazy. He just looks like a schemer, you know? You know when you meet somebody and you just don't trust them because of the way they look? It's just something about their face, you know? Rippy. Hey, Dad. <laughs> Will Wade's got that look of a guy that, like, if you had your wallet sitting in your hat when you're at your buddy's house, he would slip a 20 out of it. Like, that's Will Wade to me. <laughs> Jeez. Will Wade's got the dad vibe going, too. Will Wade, is a, you're saying he's a grifter, is what you're trying to tell me. He's just sloppy. I mean, just the, the best way to describe Will Wade when you look at him is sloppy. Ceasefire text line is open, 601-879-4395. I got a question. We're talking about the negative economic impact. But anytime you have a massive negative economic impact, you also have opportunity for some businesses to step up or because of the services they offer or the product that they offer while everybody else is busting their booming or bursting, I guess. They're booming. Toilet paper companies. What are those companies right now? What are the companies that as a result of COVID-19, the coronavirus outbreak, are going to see boom time as opposed to bust time. Purell. Purell. Scott Tissue. The Uh, maternity ward at hospitals in 10 months. That's a good one. Georgia Tech baseball. (laughs) Whiskey. (laughs) That was for you, hey, Dad. Woodford, I got you. Woodford Reserve. That's a good one, Rippy. What about Peloton? Yeah, people want to stay in and exercise. Is there going to be an but upgrade that, in Peloton sales so that people, yeah, I want to work out, but I'm not going to a gym? According to my trip to the grocery store a couple days ago, uh, soup. Just make your own soup, for God's sakes. I'm going to do so much yard work. Oh, it's going to be great. We still have to work, Borky. Yeah, I'm talking about over the weekends and whatnot. Oh, the weekends are... I have no idea what I'm going to do. Caleb says, Waiter, Grubhub, and Uber Eats are all companies that will do well. Yep. Somebody said, I heard SEC pushed back to mid-April. True. Yep, it's true. April 15th is the next time we'll... I mean, we might get an update before then, but no sports activity of any kind, voluntary or involuntary, until April 15th in the SEC. Friday afternoon with you, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Obviously a week full of news that nobody wanted to digest, but we're having to digest it regardless. I don't mean to be glass half full guy. I think I mentioned this yesterday. You know that we talked about the fact that we all love college baseball season. We talk about it so much. I think, Borky, this is the first time since the year 2000 
that I will have gone an entire year without broadcasting a college baseball game, which is kind of crazy. That would be Mike Bianco's first year at Ole Miss. Maybe there was one year in there somewhere where I didn't. Um, 20 years ago, so you were what, 30? Yeah, I would have been 20. Oh. Which is crazy. Speaking of crazy, so uh, a news reporter in Connecticut. So I'm, re- I'm reading a tweet here. Two kids from Westerly test positive for coronavirus. One, a student at Springbrook Elementary School. The other, a preschooler who attends preschool in Connecticut. One is believed to have contracted the virus on a cruise to the Bahamas. The other got an autograph from an NBA player. That player has been identified as Rudy Gobert. Ugh, this this guy. Jeez. So, (laughs) I don't mean to laugh, but... Rudy Gobert now gave a teammate coronavirus and potentially a preschooler. They could have very well gotten it from somewhere else, but... Mm. Hmm. Feels like there's a whole lot of karma uh, around Rudy Gobert right now. Yeah, I saw somebody in NBA media try to spin it that we're all going to be thankful for Rudy Gobert one day for having everybody take it seriously. Like, no, well, that's quite the take. That's no, that's that's not the spin. Yeah. yeah. If he just had it and like didn't go touch all of his teammates' lockers and stuff, and also those media microphones and everything, then yeah, like that would be different. But uh, uh-uh. if he doesn't have it, do we still have games going on? I believe so. In empty yes. arenas, yes. Yes. Yes, but not for long. But it would have no, been we might have got through the weekend. Week. Yeah, this, we this was an this inevitability. Yeah. Now, your bigger the, the answer to your bigger question is not just about the NBA, I don't think. Would we still have college basketball tournaments going on? That's what I was Maybe asking. that's what you meant. No, that's what I was I asking. think so not because I think so because the NBA, like you said earlier, Richard, when that first domino falls, it's easier for everybody else. The yeah. NBA shutting everything down made it acceptable for everybody else to shut. Nobody wanted to be first, but when the NBA had a, a positive player, they had to do it, and so it just sort of went from there. So you're telling me it's Rudy Gobert's fault that we don't get Ole Miss, LSU, and Arkansas, Mississippi State this weekend? Rudy Gobert <laughs> That's what I'm telling the you. Bassmasters. That's what I'm telling you. Greg and Nelton says, I bet the Whistler is freaking out right about now. Finally, a ray of positivity. <laughs> Something good has come from this. Well played, Greg. Well played. We didn't talk about this on the show, but Donovan Mitchell, the teammate that presumably got coronavirus from Rudy Gobert, had a very not-so-subtle message on Instagram about being responsible in these times. Kind of cracked me up. So I read that kind of uh, like halfway last night. Like I, I saw that or yesterday, and like I didn't pay a ton of attention to it. And my roommate brought it up, and I was like, "Yeah, that felt kind of passive aggressive, didn't it?" And he just kind of stared at me. He was like, "You mean kind of passive aggressive?" Like, <laughs> yeah, there was nothing <laughs> passive about it. it. It's, just, it's aggressive. just aggressive. Yeah, yeah. Woj uh, on ESPN a few like an hour and a half ago said all of the Jazz teammates that like if they started the season today, he wouldn't be welcome back in the locker room right now. Ooh. Like, they're pissed yeah. at him. I believe that, though. But, I mean, I mean, 
then they'd realize it's playoff time and they need their seven foot two rim protector to win games and they'd probably welcome him right back in. Yeah, that and like what are the odds that the guy joking around not taking it probably taking it the same level of seriousness as most of them are, just being oh, maybe a little more lighthearted, ends up being the guy with the case. Like almost feel bad in that sense. There's no way he was the only one in the league that was doing that. Right. Wrong place, wrong time, though. Sure. But But, if Donovan Mitchell's the only one that has it, what is the other guy's complaints? If this was an inevitability? Well, I I mean, I guess... And the scare? That, and and your season got derailed because of it, and, I mean, Donovan Mitchell's your best player, and, uh, you know, there's a lot of layers. Could have been me. Forky Amanda from Pike County's coming for you. That's fine. She says if Will Wade were you, your guy, you'd love him. Nope. And she went on to say, I'd argue more, but I'm fixing a chainsaw right now. <laughs> it's for <laughs> oh, you too, Borky. Oh, goodness. Well, I do need a lot of tree work in the back, so if you're going to come over. Um, it is Friday uh, the 13th, man. Chainsaw works for that. How fitting is that? That today on this most bizarre week in a long, long, long time, Ends on Friday the 13th. Now, I'll do you one better. There's a black cat in my trash can eating some old food this morning. So You should have adopted it. Uh, I'm just worried about getting home now. Rippy's a big cat guy. Our good friend Jeb in Kemper County. It's been a while since we've heard from Jeb. He says, it's Jeb. Do y'all think Ole Miss and all the SEC teams will start back playing this year? I was excited about the baseball season. I say baseball will start back in April. What y'all say, because we can play baseball in April, May, June, then the SEC baseball tournament in July. Wait till Jeb figures out about Tom Hanks. Jeb, I got bad news for you, my friend. Nah. It ain't happening. I wish it was. I love, I love what you're selling. I'm buying what you're selling. Nobody else is, though. April 15th is the day that has been marked on the calendar for a potential return to some athletics activity. Between now and April 18th, uh, April 15th, everything is shut down. Everything. And no, no voluntary workouts, no team practices. You can't go hit in the cages. You can't go out on the field all by yourself to go throw with a buddy. Nothing. They're shutting it down and sending everybody home. And here's the problem. Let's say that on April the 12th, they all get together and say, look, this thing's trending in the right direction. Let's bring everybody back. It's not like you can start playing baseball on April 15th, or even April 22nd for that matter. There's a reason that you have a month or five weeks of practice before the college baseball season starts. Because you kind of got to get in shape and get everything ready to go and get your pitcher's arms ready. So after taking five weeks off or a month off, you bring everybody back, you got to at least go through a couple of weeks before you can play games. So that gets you to March, or to May 1st. Well, this, the, the weekend, the first full weekend in May is the last weekend of the regular season. And I'm not worried at all about Summer League Baseball. With with all due respect to Cape Cod and the International League and everything else, 
We can, we can skip Summer League Baseball for a year. But you can't push back the draft. Draft's still going to happen in June. And you can't have guys drafted, but then they've still got six weeks left of baseball. So, as much as... Borky, I think I... I got I got derailed on a thought or a point I was trying to make earlier when I said you know the bi- the biggest disappointment for me is because I love college baseball and college baseball season is gone. The second biggest disappointment, but it is a close second, is I think we legitimately had the first shot across the bow coming potentially of the NCAA from Power Five leagues in saying we don't need you anymore. Yeah, I was thinking oh, about man. that. Leadership. I was thinking about that today. Leadership was furious with Mark Emmert and the NCAA for that unilateral decision that they made about canceling the winter and spring championships without discussing. And I had I had several conversations today with some high level people at different schools, different regions of the country. And multiple people said to me, maybe this is what we need for Power 5 to break away from the NCAA. I think that opportunity's lost now. At least they're talking about it. Even if nobody will talk about it on the record, at least the conversation is out there. And it's not, I texted this to somebody, it's not just us fans, close quote, that are talking about it. You got coaches and administrators and conference officials that are ready for it, that are sick and tired of dealing with the NCAA. They are ready for a breakaway. Will university presidents let it happen? Mm, I don't know. But it sure is nice to know that the conversation is least at least out there. Sports Talk Mississippi with you. Friday afternoon, rolling into the weekend. A very different kind of weekend. Not the weekend that we had hoped for with an SEC basketball tournament and the first week of conference play in baseball. No, it's a weekend with nothing. Just you and your friends and your family and whoever you feel like you can hang out with without, uh, you know, while practicing Social distancing, isn't that the uh, the buzz phrase? That's what they say. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the term they're using. Following Richard's line of reasoning, let the baseball players come back, play one series in May, and then go straight to the SEC tournament and on to the NCAAs. Well, there are no NCAAs. That's the thing. And I just don't think it works. I mean, what? I mean, they played a month of the season... Yeah, and so you push the SEC tournament, the non-existent one now, but the one that would have existed, to the timeline of the College World Series and get a bunch of games in. That logically all added up and made sense. I saw somebody suggest, it may have been Barry Allen, who is a a friend and used to work in college athletics, still does um, on the TV side of things, said for the first two weeks, play Tuesday, Wednesday. I'm sorry, for the first week, play Tuesday, Wednesday, and then Saturday, Sunday 
East versus West, and then for the next six weeks have all of the division opponents play each other in weekend series. I have to get you to write that one down. Well, I mean, it's, it would be seven weeks. But again, you would have to start mid-April to pull that off. Which doesn't sound like it's... it's not. I mean, look, we're just... We're talking in hypotheticals that aren't going to happen. But, I mean, in reality, isn't that what you're doing with your friends right now? Like, I feel like that's what I'm doing with my buddies. Like, well, well what if you did it this way? Well, they're not going to do it. Well, what if you did it this way? It doesn't mean we can't toss around ideas that would work, even if they're not going to happen. No, we can only discuss things that will definitely happen on a sports talk radio show, for sure. Borky, if we don't go the hypothetical route, it's going to be a long month. I wasn't suggesting (laughs) we shouldn't do that. I was just saying, based realistically, like with the April 15th date, they said it just doesn't sound like that that's realistic. No, I agree. Because I was particularly interested from the Major League Baseball angle, and they were saying, or from everything I've read, like their April, mid-April deal, two weeks, feels incredibly optimistic. And like most people think, if everything goes perfectly, you're talking like early May. Also, what is this? I was just curious about this. For college graduations, what does that mean? I don't have it. They're going to mail you a diploma. I mean, they do that anyway. Uh, that's a that's a bit of a process. Let me tell you myself. But <laughs> I'm just saying. But that's all you're going to get. They're not going to. I can't imagine. Well, I mean, I guess they could. You know, it's normally what May. We might be out of this by then. But I don't know. I'm just curious. It yeah. changes the timeline for everything. I mean, Delta grounded what 300 planes. They're cutting all of their flights by 40%, and I mean, probably more. The, the, the domino effect, as you led the show with, is it's harder or to. Let me word this correctly. It is hard to fathom exactly how extensive this is going to be and how long we will feel the effects of this, because anytime you push even sporting events, but every, as long as we keep kicking the can down the road. It will disrupt everything. Travel, business, education, our daily lives as we know it, especially when it inevitably comes down that our schools in this state are just kind of postponed until whenever. It changes everything about our routine and our daily lives, and we don't know how much, how long, or anything. The, the answer to most questions here is, I don't know. I just got a headline that says, Trump says he, he will be tested for coronavirus, but not because he had contact with someone who has tested positive for it, which... Just for grins and giggles. I'm not giggles, getting though, here, but doesn't that fall directly in conflict for what most experts have... Yes. He's been exposed to it multiple times. He should be tested for it. Multiple times? What was the? I know he had the the Brazil thing. What was? Well, the deal at CPAC. Oh, okay, I just not always in tune. I mean, there was there was an attendee at CPAC who had who was tested positive for Corona. It was a few weeks ago. I mean, that incubation period should actually be over now. But nevertheless, um, Greg and Nettleton says I was thinking about JT today, praying, and how he must be smiling to himself, saying. That's my boys, and they ain't scared. Go NASCAR, go. Can't you just hear him? 
God bless you, JT. But NASCAR shut it down too for a couple of weeks. Yeah, we have bad news, Greg. How about they were, the, they were Gary, kind of the last holdout a week. Oh well. It sounds like we're being like get with the picture when saying that, but it's so hard to keep up with all the cancellations at this point. Oh no, like I'm, I'm operate not right off the assumption that I'm UFC not faulting is Greg at all. Still going right? Yeah, that thing you're looking forward to canceled. My wife just found out that her company. Uh, when you request a day off, once they approve it, you can't get it back. She had taken a day off in April to go see the Avent Brothers in Tuscaloosa. They canceled the show, but she still has to take the day off. Really? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. That's that, a that, that's she must weird. work for a big company. <laughs> uh, she does, yeah. Yeah. I'm glad that that's not the case for those of us at uh, at Super Talk Mississippi, yeah, yeah, feels like a regular, you know, fairly regular. You have to ask in advance, and then you're like, uh, actually, well, I can't work. It this happened day. this week. It happened this week. I was going to take off Tuesday, Wednesday, and then they told me, hey, Rippy's going to be off Monday, Tuesday. I was like, well, let's not do a show with just Borky and Richard because God, who would want that? So I t- I changed hey. it. Hey, I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> Man, concerts getting canceled everywhere. I know Rippy's crushed. Kenny Chesney no longer coming to the Brandon Amphitheater down here. We were talking about this on the podcast this morning. Like, I, I mean, I'm getting kind of bored over here with the no sports thing. I wondered if they would send me to like, I think Nickelback is in Nashville, kind of like a social experiment. And then you have to wear a black Mississippi State baseball uniform if you go to that. Maybe, but I can make that happen. I'm sure the, the Diamond Girls have one that'll fit you. What goes on, and then just write down oh, and see what comes of it. That's a great joke. You know, just, just, just no sold me. Just kept on. Well, I mean. Rippy didn't stop talking. You didn't wait your time. I'm just saying. Did you hear what I said, Rippy? No, I didn't even hear what you said because you didn't wait. You talked while he was. You said he'd had to wear a Mississippi State black uniform. I said I could probably make that happen for you. I'm sure the Diamond Girls have one that'll fit you. Oh. <laughs> All right, to hell Ouch. with this idea, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would crash the site. It got so many views. We're, Dude, we're I got... Not, I, Dude, I'll, I'll I'll reach out to Mangum, see if he wants to go with you. We can make it. We make a. We can have a a ja- and that'll be like coming together. Jackson Prep and Jackson Academy. Can we make it happen? Rippy writing a reaction column to going to a Nickelback concert is content I need, though. It's gold, is what it is. It's like the yeah, guy from the New York Times that wrote the review of Guy Fieri's restaurant, where every sentence was a question, and. <laughs> <laughs> That's what should, should I should I register for some competitive eating things? We could do content off of that. That would be yes. fun. Okay, I'm gonna look into it. Yes, uh, I know, folks. Kind of getting in and out of the car and picking up time. Uh, you know, do you guys think baseball will resume at all? Yeah, in 2021. Speaking of that, done. by the way, what 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 is what does Swayze Field hold? What's the capacity? What's the record crowd? Twelve mm, something. I really don't yeah. know. That first Saturday, gonna break it. First Saturday of the year next year, gonna break it. Same at Diddy Noble. I don't know if they can get fifteen in there, but there's gonna be thirteen plus. Star for baseball. Assuming the States weather first, cooperates. Yes. Soon it's seventy degrees and sunny. What are you talking about? No. Did you know? I mean, it's just Google um, that. Swayze Field, according to Google.com, has a higher listed capacity than Alex Box. I can believe that. Yeah, because Alex Box has all seats. 
Swayze Field capacity, according to Google, is 10,715. Alex Box, 10,326. Well, LSU pretty regularly has crowds of over 12,000. Fire marshal, take that and smoke on it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I think Swayze has 6,500 seats. And then it's all outfield after that. How many people can you? Uh, how many people can you cram in? All right, let's have a football conversation in a minute. What does this mean for Mississippi State and for Ole Miss? Because it looks like spring football practice is now not likely, and this was a critical spring for both of those programs. Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll be right back. Back with you on Sports Talk Mississippi. Do some uh, actual football conversation for a uh, for a second, but it's as it relates to the news of the week. This was a really important spring practice period coming up for both Mississippi State and Ole Miss because it was first year head coaches and it's different systems. So in Starkville, you're going from. Joe Moorhead's system to full-on no-negotiation air raid, Mike Leach style. And even though Mike Leach tells us that it doesn't take a terribly long time to get it installed, you would think that you would like to practice it a bit before one month before the new season begins. Now, hey, Dad, to some extent, maybe that is mitigated a little bit in that K.J. Costello is not going to be here for spring practice. Um, But it's still a thing. You'd like the rest of the team to go through that, even if your quarterback's got to come in and learn things starting in the summer. How big a deal is this? It seems like a big deal. I mean, not only are you doing it you know, offensively, you're doing it defensively, too. you got two new systems on either side of the ball here. Uh, same at Ole Miss, you know. So... You know, and like you said, Leach always preaches about how easy his system is to learn. I, I, I have to think that there's going to be enough uproar that we're going to see some sort of summer workout period allowed. Some sort of, you know, they'll have to monitor it. And they may have to say you have to go indoors. And I know not everybody has an indoor practice facility, but everybody has a gym or somewhere you can practice football inside. And maybe it's non-contact because you know, you're close enough to the season, you don't want to risk things, but... There's going to have to be something allowed for for teams. I think you know. I don't think teams are going to be able to just do what they want to do in a month and, and go. So, for Mississippi State, I, I think it's 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 crucial they have some some practice time between now and the start of the season. Otherwise, they're just going to it's just going to be off. I think. Yeah. How big a deal is it for Ole Miss, Rippy? I mean, it's a big deal for a lot of reasons. One of them possibly roster attrition. Another just getting a new system. I mean, you got a new coach, obviously two new coordinators. You don't know who the quarterback's going to be. I mean, it's kind of the same thing for all the same reasons for Mississippi State. Just a lot of lost time. Do you agree that they put something that that something gets put in that allows for made up lost spring practice time, or does the NCAA say that's the deal? Sorry, everybody lost it. Everybody's on the same footing. 
when in reality everybody's not on the same footing because you've got a lot of places that have returning coaching staffs and teams know the systems, and so it's fine-tuning to get ready for a new year. I mean, we've talked in the past about whether or not spring practice was necessary anymore. And when you've got a coach returning and a veteran team, it may not be. But when you've got a new coaching staff putting in new systems on both sides of the ball, it's a pretty big deal to lose those 15 practices. Yeah, I don't know what the NCAA is going to do, but I would lean towards something being implemented to where they can do something to have some sort of practice or activity to make up for this. Here's the most logical thing that I can think of uh, on a whim is uh, allowing all coaching staffs to have contact with their players in the summer. Maybe you don't let them have full practices because of your restrictions or whatever, but let them do walkthroughs and seven-on-seven and all that stuff and let them have a practice in the summer to make up for the lost time in the spring. I think that's the most logical step. Everybody's already in town anyway. Maybe you have to move your vacation up a week or something. I, I would say, though, for player safety, uh, that you might, like I said, you might have to find a way to put these workouts indoors. Just because working out June and July. Yeah, indoors. I remember, um, I mean, even in high school football in South Carolina, they the hospital system in our county actually employed two trainers per high school to be the athletic trainers. And they had a, a weather device, and if the uh, temperature got above 97 degrees, we had to shut down all activities. And so we would have uh, summer workouts and seven-on-seven. We even had a seven-on-seven tournament uh, in the morning. We had to get there at like 5 a.m. and did it that way to avoid the heat canceling our seven-on-seven. So if you don't have an indoor facility, you know, maybe do this at night or something just to avoid the extreme heat. But this is the most logical thing that I can yeah. think of that they should do to correct that, not a mistake, but to correct the situation. Any other thoughts as it pertains to spring football likely not happening? I mean, I guess if they were to come back to school sometime in late April, you might get a few practices in. just doesn't feel like there's any possible way, though, to get the full allotment of spring practices in with no activity for any SEC school until April 15th. I mean, is, is the window just through April? Can they practice April, May, if, if that were, if that's possible to them? Start April the 15th, if possible, and then go through the, the middle of May? Well, you could I still mean, do some sort of semblance of Super Bulldog weekend with the spring game. Yeah, the, the, the thing about April 15th is it's like the March 30th. It was at least March 30th, and it yeah, took yeah, us yeah. two days to add two weeks. But, uh, but that's what I'm saying is that if you get there and it's it, you're, you're ready to go all clear at that point, could you, could you get going? I don't know. Cool story here from Michael Borky's New Orleans Pelicans. Zion Williamson on, I guess, Instagram. The people of New Orleans have been incredibly welcoming and supportive since I was drafted by the Pels last June, and some of the most special people I have met are those that work at Smoothie King Center. These are the folks who make our games possible, creating the perfect environment for our fans and everyone involved in the organization. Unfortunately, many of them are still recovering from long-term challenges created by Katrina and now face the economic impact of the postponement of games because of the virus. My mother has always set an example for me about being respectful for others and being grateful for what we have, and so today 
I'm pledging to cover the salaries for all those Smoothie King Center workers for the next 30 days. This is a small way for me to express my support and appreciation for these wonderful people who have been so great to me and my teammates, and hopefully we can all join together to relieve some of the stress and hardship caused by this national health crisis. This is an incredibly resilient city full of some of the most resilient people, but sometimes providing a little extra assistance can make things easier for the community. Well done, Zion Williamson. Three players now have done that, Zion, Kevin Love, and Giannis. Makes you wonder, though, why are the millionaires Who? doing it in the... Bu- Who? He called him Giannis. Giannis? Who is Giannis? Giannis? Is that the cook that, that, that used to be on the Food Network? Does, does he play for the Lakers? Then I really don't care about him. Um, what's his last name, hey, Dad? Giannis who? Yeah, I, yeah, I would like to pronounce <laughs> that, but that would make Quanzo Martin look like a, uh, a bump on the road. <laughs> My question, though, is why are these million? I mean, I'm glad these millionaire players are doing this. Why aren't the billionaire owners doing something? Yeah. That... Well, in fairness, Mark Cuban was the first. Uh, if Mark Cuban, and that's not surprising. That's the kind of guy I would think he would do that. But where's everybody else? Yeah, Mark Mark Cuban, in an interview during the Mavericks game the other night when all of this came down, uh, he was interviewed by Tom Rinaldi during the game, and he said, and it was almost off the cuff. It's like he was thinking out loud. He's like, well, for all these, I'm, I'm heartbroken for all these people that work in the arena. We'll put together a package to take care of them. Like, it was just nothing and just kept on going. Yeah. Uh, so, pretty cool stuff there. It is. Yeah. It, it, Aside from the fact that they they are owned by a billionaire, um, the nineteen year old rookie having to do this it just that doesn't add up. But at the same time, what incredible perspective from a nineteen year old rookie! That's just good I, like stuff. I just like I just told you on Twitter though, if he just stayed at Duke, he wouldn't have to do this. Oh yeah, <laughs> I think he's got a dozen uh, major endorsement deals now. But yeah, Colin Coward yeah. thinks he should stay at Duke because you're not marketable. Blake Griffin in New also has, has done this as well, evidently. Oh, Blake Griffin has? That's what uh, Mark Stein just tweeted that, yeah. Very cool. Uh, Our friend Eric Sorensen at D1 Baseball has done his very own power rankings, final 16. He said, I hate to do this, but here we go. He's got Louisville 1, UCLA 2, Texas Tech (laughs) 3, Georgia, Florida, Miami, Oklahoma, Ole Miss, NC State, Arizona State, Duke, UC Santa Barbara, what? Mississippi State, Long Beach State, Vanderbilt, TCU. He calls them the Colt 45 Power 16 rankings. You think he had seven or eight Colt 45s before he put those together? There you go. <sighs> Final rankings of the year on March 13th. Say it ain't so, say it ain't so. Sports Talk, Mississippi. Sports Talk, Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm. Thanks for being with us on this Friday afternoon. Um, Forky, what do we need to get to in terms of 
news that it's out it's out there I think as of right now, uh, from the sports side, we've gotten it all out there that basically if you like a sport, you're not going to be able to watch it for a while. It's kind of just what it comes down to. Um, on the coronavirus news front, I guess now we're up to six cases confirmed in Mississippi as just announced. But Yeah, Mississippi Department of Health uh, has a press conference. I guess it's still ongoing right now. Uh, it was scheduled to start at 4.30. I think it got started a little bit later than that. They announced now six coronavirus cases in Mississippi. That number is going to go up. It's going to go up everywhere for a couple of weeks probably. Yeah, seems like it. So probably best to do some social isolation, wash your hands thoroughly, just avoid crowds. What are you going to do to pass the time? Sports takes up so much time for what all of us do and for what many of you do. You know, whether it's going to games or making appointments to watch games or listen to games or, you know, Going to your kids' games, those seem to be being put on hold for a little while. So what are you going to do to, uh, to fill your time? Ceasefire text line, 601-879-4395. Let us know. People may be looking for ideas and uh, kind of group thinking or crowdsourcing uh, a little bit. Hey, what do I do with all this extra time on the weekends now since sports is no longer an option? So, Borky, what are you going to do to fill your time? I downloaded Call of Duty Warzone last night. Is that a video game? Yeah, it looks awesome. Can't wait to try it. But um, I, I, I was joking before, but man, if the weather cooperates, I, I will just wake up tomorrow and probably put something in a smoker and spend the day working in the yard. I mean, I, I honestly don't know what else to do. I'm not a big, uh, not a big hobby guy. My hobby is sports. It's why I am trying to work in sports. Um, I don't know what else to do. So I'm just going to try to use that to pass the time for the time being and I guess spend a lot more time focusing on the show because I don't know what else to do. You giving up on golf? Um, I was supposed to play in a tournament next weekend, but canceled that because I was going to go to a basketball game. <laughs> That's no longer happening. That's no longer happening, and so they filled my spot on the team, and so now I'm SOL. Hey, Dad, what are you going to do to pass the time? That's a really good question. Uh, you know, especially if you, you tell know, me you're just going to sit around and play FIFA video games the whole time. Ooh, that's just such a lovely idea. Um, Porky hit on one thing. I'll definitely have to break out the grill some. I mean. You think about what I you know, was planning for these next few weekends, right? Obviously, this weekend was planning to be in, in, in Duty Noble. Next weekend, you and I had talked, you know, since we didn't go to the SEC tournament, we were talking about road baseball. I was thinking, planning to go to LSU next weekend. Uh, and then, you know, State was home the weekend after that. So I just, that's, that was my plan. That was my life, basically. And now I got to find time to, you know, to fill all that, that time. So and at the same time, you know, do I really want to like, hey, let's pack up the kids and go somewhere? No, I don't really want to do that. So. I don't. I don't really know. The I, cheap you know, flights are tempting, though. I so we are. joked the other day that they didn't really exist. Now they do. I mean, you're talking round trip to like San Diego for just a couple hundred bucks. I mean, that'll change, I'm sure, but that's really tempting. What about you, Rippy? I don't know. Play golf. 
hang out. So what you do you, you, every day? You get that this is a radio show, right? It's, it's like I mean, I'm trying to think of other hobbies. It. Run, read. Okay. It's going to be pretty interesting. Jason says, go fishing, Borky. Take the Mrs. and Junior Borky. Feed the alligator or something. <laughs> uh, well, little guy, he is just getting close to the point where he's trying to sit up on his own. So I think we're still a couple years out from fishing. Strap but, him in uh, the boat. Should be good. <laughs> um, I didn't ride that alligator bareback. <laughs> oh, man. God, there was a huge one down by the spillway the other day. I thought about getting out and taking a picture of. I mean, I know alligators get big, and I've seen big alligators, but this one was one of the ones that like you see on Facebook, and you don't believe it's real, and you think they like put it closer to the camera, and the guy standing next to it like further away to make it look bigger that big just hanging out i don't know 50 yards from where guys were fishing it was mind-blowing huge mm-hmm. gator david says my son wants me to build an american ninja warrior course in the backyard yeah that sounds like fun that's kind of cool that's uh it's pretty cool somebody says do what we always do in the delta drink gracious cheers man Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll be back. Five o'clock hour is next. Five o'clock hour with you on this Friday afternoon. Sports Talk Mississippi with you. It's streaming online at supertalk.fm. The C Spire text line is open. 601-879-4395. 601-879-4395. Avoid the waiting room with C Spire Health. Download the telehealth app today and get treated by UMMC clinicians right from your phone. And now it's just $29 per visit for everyone. With C Spire Health, anyone in Mississippi can get treatment for non-emergency conditions like fever, coughing, nausea, and more, even have prescriptions sent to your local pharmacy. When you're feeling sick, the last thing you want is to call up a clinic, get dressed, get on the road, go sit in a busy waiting room, maybe more than ever, the C Spire Health app lets you experience medical care from UMMC, one of Mississippi's most trusted names in healthcare, from the comfort of your home or anywhere else in Mississippi where your phone has a good connection. Download the C Spire Health app and try it again for just $29 per visit. Learn more at cspirehealth.com. It's time right now for the College Football Fix. College Football Fix is driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Log on to buyfordnow.com and find out why the best-selling trucks are built Ford Tough. You can test drive one of those trucks, whether it's the Ranger, the F-150, or the Super Duty at your local Mississippi Ford dealer. We've seen cancellations all over the place. We understand that uh, that is happening, that is ongoing. A lot of spring games have been banged, and for all practical purposes, it looks like spring football is not going to exist in the SEC. It's going to be a little bit different this year in terms of television. The um, There were two games that were going to be on linear television, so like you can turn it on and watch it. And they were both going to be on ESPN2. One of them was LSU, 
the reigning national champions, and it was going to be at Southern University because they're doing renovations to Tiger Stadium. The other was Auburn. All the other spring games were going to be streaming online, and then they were going to be repackaged so that they could be aired throughout the uh, the summer on SEC Network. By the way, what's SEC Network going to do for summer programming <laughs> if all the spring games go away? What they should do them. is games. Just I, I gave them games. that idea yesterday. I tweeted at him. I was like, "This is just start next this weekend. Everybody's down and depressed. Just classic games. People will watch. People will just just want to take their mind off something for a minute." Currently on SEC Network, twenty nineteen LSU Alabama. There Keep you go. Doing it. Keep doing it. We cannot have talking heads for the next thirty days. Who just can't? And I know, I know that. Say, I say that knowing what we do for a living. But for TV, you have so many more options that they got to do something. And what and we'll do? I mean, we're not just like the SEC Network, where SEC now is highlights and scores. Like we have, right? We have, we a lot have more flexibility that we can kind of do what we want with as long as we're entertaining. They don't really have those loose. We have to be entertaining restrictions. Oh God! I know. Which March thirteenth. Oh, ESPN Ripley, programming but. update. Here you go. <laughs> This is what you had on ESPN, or you have on ESPN. Noon, Sports Center. Two o'clock, get up live instead of in the morning. Four o'clock, first take. Five o'clock, Sports Center. Seven o'clock, Sports Center airs through end of day. ESPN's going to have Sports Center from six until midnight. Feels like the old days. They really and truly should find the old world's strongest man competitions. Yes. And some Australian rules football. It's like all the Ocho. Go old school. Yeah. Or they could do the same thing. Gosh, they have a a, a larger catalog of stuff than does uh, the SEC network. Just go ahead and start doing the top 25 games from last year. Somebody made a good point. They should go ahead and release the, uh, the Michael Jordan documentary. They have that. Sitting there, it was supposed to come out what like a couple months. Go ahead. I think that would be well received. Absolutely, think it would be uh, be well received. So, uh, I was just talking about spring football schedules. Kind of got off on a little bit of a tangent. So anyway, you're not going to have any spring football. And coaches aren't going to be on the road. Remember a couple of years ago when we were changing the recruiting calendar and coaches were talking about you know needing some time for themselves? Well, <laughs> you got it. Really need to hear what Nick Saban thinks about this in detail. Just about the whole thing? Oh, everything. You know he he's be... pissed about it. Yeah, but don't you think he'd be measured? Well, he get to... Spend more time on Lake Tuscaloosa. No, he goes to Lake Burton in North Georgia. Oh, well, wherever his lake house is. It's nicer than Lake Tuscaloosa. <laughs> Man, they have otters on Lake Tuscaloosa. It, it's pretty nice up there, too. It's rock bottom, so it's really clear. Yeah. It's been a weekend in college on Lake Tuscaloosa. We spent almost the entire weekend drinking beer and looking for the otters. Did you ever find them? Yeah, we did. They're tiny, but yeah. Not like the ones you see in the ocean. Okay. They were really cool, though. 
My understanding is this is a good time for crappie fishing. I mean, I know this is always the time of year where people crappie fish, but if like Facebook and Instagram and whatnot are any indication, people are tearing up the crappie right now. And turkey season has either just begun or about to begin. It was an abbreviated version, by the way, of the college football fix. <laughs> It'd be stretching I mean, a little bit. Guess what? Before the coronavirus, it was like, man, not a whole lot of college football today, so this is a stretch. So now it's like, uh, we need to stretch Armstrong in here to really start reaching for college football stories. If you think today's was abbreviated, wait for Monday. Yeah. Start the countdown. Um, 200 teams in 200 days. Let's go. Little um, little Lane Kiffin on Twitter. Somebody tweeted earlier, if they'd canceled sporting events during the smallpox epidemic, no one would have seen UGA's last national championship. <laughs> Did Borky which, send that in? To which somebody replied, that's awesome. Now, how do we get this to Kirby? Lane Kiffin responds, I sent it to him. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that crazy? It, pe- people don't mention it enough. Georgia last won a national championship in 1980, 40 freaking years ago. Hey, oh, hey, hold with on a second. Hold on a second. Hey, huh. with, you with just that, said 1980 was 40 like years that? ago. That can't why be it got to right? be that way? <laughs> Jeez Louise. Oh, man. Well, I thought you were 50, so... Still. Well, 40's the new 30 anyway. Oh, well, that's good news. We'll go out and tear it up tonight, then. Isn't that? But think about that. 40 years since Georgia's won a national championship. Yeah, but I mean, prior to this... Prior to... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Was it 20... When did they first win it? 2014, 2015 with Clemson? It had been, you know, about the same. They hadn't won one since 81. But you don't, until recently, look at Clemson as a perpetual college football power. I mean, you I remember recent, why until they fu- recently look at Georgia that way. I mean, well, I just always like, yeah, they're always like the second best team in the East. I mean, they fired Mark Richt for the production that they're getting right now. I, I know Kirby went to a national championship, was a second and twenty-two blown coverage away from probably winning the game, but still, he didn't. But Mark Richter was winning ten plus games a year. They were always competitive. They were a play away from going to a national championship. But they were a bad call away from going to a national championship. It's they fired him because their expectations were that high. And yet, where is that coming from when you haven't won a title in forty years? It's like Michigan. There's probably a little bit of what we experience in this state with the rivalries, in that. Florida was doing so good, and then Tennessee was doing good. South Carolina had a run, and Georgia fans were like, saying, "We're saying, why not us?" Here's a college football fix for you: a three-star quarterback, Tyler Macon, just committed to Missouri. Impeccable timing. <laughs> so apparently, Gavin Gundy is Mike Gundy's son. That would seem to add up. Mike Gundy I mean, texted his son. Checks out, Richard. Should I be stocking up on things, or his son responds, no, 
stay away from people, wash hands, don't touch face. To which Mike Gundy responds, is the mullet still sanitary? Gavin, his son, responds, yes, sir, it's prime. Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll take a time out and be right back. Back with you on Sports Talk Mississippi on this Friday afternoon. Wrapping up a crazy, crazy week. Strangest I can remember. Um, that's probably not true. What? I mean, what? Okay, you do remember there was this time when a couple of airplanes flew into the two towers of the World Trade Center. I, yeah, I'm not I, I remember that. the severity of the tragedies here because obviously, what there's not really much comparison at this point, but this is definitely weirder. Uh, you see, every major pro sports league just say we're done. Yeah, Don't know when we're the NFL took a that. weekend off for. for yeah, no, for you're that. right, and and I talked some yesterday about how it was different. I mean, I'm not saying that these are the same. I think the feel, the feeling, and eh, I don't know, whatever. Probably the two biggest of my lifetime. But that was Pearl Harbor third for you years ago. Say again, Pearl Harbor third for you. What was World War Two like, Richard? <laughs> it's it's my favorite part of this is I'm older than you. That's the favorite Say, part of this by far. I believe Haydad's birth certificate <laughs> says "Greatest Generation." Yeah. <laughs> It's written on papyrus, so let's put it that way. Hey, Dad, were you actually born in the United States? Yes. You, don't, what can, are we doing Can you here? produce a birth certificate to yes, prove can. that? Absolutely. Will you? Got photos. Or do you refuse like to re- produce your birth certificate? I am not a uh, I'm not uh, a truther on that. I'll be happy to show you. I'll show you the photos from the hospital and everything. Yeah. The, you, you can't. Certainly not by memory. I know there's some people who've tried to do this on Twitter, and I bet they've missed things. But it's impossible to go back and recreate, almost impossible to go back and recreate the timeline of everything that has happened this week. Yeah. And, and I guess I guess the difference maybe in this week and the, the days following the attacks on the United States, September 11th, was... The flow of the flow of news has been constant for like seventy two hours. I mean, can you imagine if we had Twitter during nine eleven? You were asking. I didn't get a chance to chime in on I, whatever day it was since this has happened. I guess it would have to be yesterday, as much as it doesn't feel like it. But you're asking what the comparison was to me, and they're not similar events at all. But Kobe Bryant passing away, in terms of me just being glued to a television for four or five hours after I got home from work and staying up later than I should have just because I couldn't like stop trying to figure out what exactly was going on. I felt similar in that way. You I mentioned had the same sports center channel on for this entire night and like just watched it the entirety. I mean I was doing other stuff too, but Yeah. You, so me- you mentioned um you know we didn't have Twitter during September eleventh. If you, you get bored over these next few weeks, um Howard Stern you can find it's on YouTube if you just search Howard Stern September 11th and you can watch his radio show as they were watching it unfold and that's how oh wow it, it is 
It's wild. And kind of shows you, in a very lesser tone, uh, how talented that, that guy really is at radio, just with the way he was disseminating information and, and processing what was happening in front of him while still broadcasting a radio show. Um, it, it is That is how things used to unfold in real time. I mean, instead of Twitter, like you mentioned, you had to listen to Howard Stern because he was the guy that had the TV in front of him. If you were in your car or in your office or something, we didn't have the readily access to to watch these things. And that that it's a fascinating watch if you want to watch it. But that's how we used to have to do it. Yeah. Um, John in Starkville asked if they named the cities where there were positive coronavirus tests in Mississippi. There were two in Forest County, one in LaFleur County, two that were unidentified, at least one short. I'm not sure where the sixth was. I don't know if you guys saw that, if MDHS put that on their Twitter feed or not. Um, question on the ceasefire text line. Are y'all going to interview the college coaches with their thoughts, or have I just missed that? Um, hopefully, eventually, the answer to that is yes. Yeah, We talked on the air with Keith Carter yesterday. I have reached out to uh, John Cohen at Mississippi State. There was a lot that was going on for the ADs today. Uh, they had a uh, – there was an athletics director's call uh, with the league – and that was at about 11 or 11.30 this morning. I think it lasted somewhere in the neighborhood of an hour and a half, and then obviously ADs had to talk to coaches and they had to talk to staffs and get with players and kind of get things in motion. So my hope is that we'll be able to talk with John Cohen uh, at some point next week. We are also scheduled to visit with Jeremy McLean, uh, hopefully on Monday, athletics director at, uh, at Southern Miss. Uh, I thought that we were going to be able to talk with a couple of coaches today and I think at least for the immediate future I, I don't anticipate this will be the case ongoing um, but I think most of the comments from the schools are being directed through the ADs right now uh, and and maybe that may just be because this thing's a little raw right now um, you know you've got coaches that are frustrated and disappointed and to a certain degree angry. And you can't blame them. I mean, I, I don't think you can blame anybody's visceral or emotional reaction to all of this to being told, yeah, your season's over. Send your players home. Good luck. Hey, Dad, were you going to jump in a second ago? I was going to say, like, I was going to reach out to, to Coach Lamonis like we normally do. On Monday, see if he's willing to talk. So if he is, I'll get that interview and we'll have it on the show. Yeah, yeah. So so we will uh, we'll bring you all of that that uh, we can. We've had several people suggest that we talk about fishing, that the uh, major league fishing has not shut down their lake fork tournament. Seems like you can practice good social distancing while fishing in a uh, a tournament as well. We only got a couple of people on a boat. Seems like the best way to practice social distancing is spending it on a boat. Let's go fishing. And then just when you get to the the, the way in, steer clear. Um, it's in the works. I, I've got a running list right now of people that I, I would like 
for us to talk to depending on how long this goes and professional fishermen are absolutely on that list so uh, believe me the next few weeks as we don't have sports we will be doing whatever we can to bring you entertaining and compelling content and it'll start with guests like that i promise Mike in Oxford says, I'm sitting in the parking lot at Swayze just to hold on to the feeling a little longer. I know this hits home, really hits Mike hard. I met Mike when I was filling in for JT uh, a few weeks ago, and it was before the baseball season started. And uh, I don't remember the exact number, but I think he told me he had plans to either be at every baseball game this season or you know, 52 of the 56 in the regular season, some, some crazy number like that. I know Mike is proud of his decision to uh, make the trip to Monroe earlier this week. He was texting us from Monroe. Uh, got got to see Ole Miss play a couple of times in uh, those games earlier in the week, games in which they played quite well. Stan and Ripley, this thing is being blown way out of proportion. I'm sorry, but I can't buy into all of this hysteria about the coronavirus. If they cancel events with 250 people or more, what about K through twelve in school? By the way, who came up with that number? Most K through twelve are canceled. Yep, for a they're while. they're getting there. We have not seen an entire state cancellation. Uh, Louisiana has canceled school through when, Borky? Um, I, as far as I understood it, it was just for the time being. No, they 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 did they give a, a formal one because the no I think Louisiana was sometime into April. Okay, I'll uh, I'll find yeah, it then on. for you. I got it right here. Okay, good. Assuming there's not a, an ad blocker, which I'm sure there is. Yep. I don't know. They have canceled not, it for a period of time. Alabama was uh, I think for two and a half weeks. I saw that uh, a little while ago. Yeah, Louisiana's through April 13th at this point. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. Couldn't shake that ad blocker, hey, Dad? <laughs> Never, under any circumstances. Isn't the answer to Stan's text, though, the faster we do all this, the faster we can all get back to normal? Thank Rather you. be sitting here in three weeks that. saying, yeah, we overreacted, than sitting here in three weeks saying, well, we should have done something. If we had done a little bit more. Yeah. I did read, and, and this may be outlandish, I mean, there's always a uh, you know kind of opposing theory that said, Actually, the way to get through this the quickest is not to quarantine people. Just let everybody get it, cycle through it, and move on. I don't know that that's necessarily the way we want to go, though. Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll be right back. If you're looking for something to do in the coming weeks, how about Pearl River Resort? We can't give you a Pearl River Resort pick of the day because there are no games to pick, but we do remind you to uh, plan to visit our friends at the Sportsbook at Timeout Lounge. Uh, obviously not a lot going on there right now, but you do have the gaming floor open and uh, Dancing Rabbit. We are all going to have a little more free time, and so take advantage of the spring weather just as quickly as it gets here. Plan a trip to Dancing Rabbit. Pearl River Resort pick of the day will return, I promise you, just as soon as uh, games return as well. Gronk is coming out of retirement, Borky. Tell me more. Well, I mean, 
if the event that he's coming out of retirement for exists anymore. Uh, Rob Gronkowski, according to multiple reports, is going to become a WWE star, exciting one Brian Haydad. So the prospect of him no. playing football anymore, uh, apparently not not there. But yeah, he's going to be a professional athlete on the WWE side of things. You just you just gave some fake news there. It doesn't excite me in one one bit. You don't get excited by Gronk being a wrestler. Absolutely not. Oh man, why not? Yeah, why? Because he won't be any good at it. A super athlete like him, don't you think you could learn pretty quickly? So you're Tim uh, Tebow and Gronk here? Is he taking someone Tim else's Te- spot? Yeah, basically. That's what's happening. That's what WWE... Unless you really want to go down the rabbit hole with me on this one, let's just leave it as I'm not excited about that. Man, we don't uh, have sports no, I'm for actually, months. Yeah, let's go down the rabbit hole. With all the other sports we have to get to... <laughs> Generally to speaking, I know not going down the rabbit hole. Today, Sure. Wait, why is he taking someone else's spot? I thought he would just be a prop man to come smash stuff on his head and then get everyone else excited for the real wrestlers. Well, that's that's the thing, though, is with WWE, they will push him into some sort of main event status pretty quickly because he's a name. So it's sort of the same thing they've been doing the past few weeks, and that's sort of why I've drifted away from WWE into AEW because I feel like they do a better job of getting over their talent. So I also don't believe they'll cancel WrestleMania. Vince McMahon, unless the state of Florida tells him he has to do it, that guy will hold out to the last possible second. It's April 5th. I I, I believe it will happen. I could be wrong, hmm. but we'll see. Did I see that uh, Raw was going on but without studio audience? Or with, not studio, yeah, smack, without smack audience? Down, SmackDown tonight and then uh, Raw on Monday will be held at the WWE Performance Centers with no crowd. So how do you actively wish ill will upon Gronk in WWE form? Oh, oh you're talking about if, if I were to go to an event? Yeah, obviously not like injury or anything, but like if you don't like right, Gronk, I would how just do you boo him. against it? Okay. Well, I wouldn't even boo him. I would just You would, I would boo get, Gronk? I would just go get concessions during his segments. Just like I don't care about this. Would you like turn your back if you were sitting ringside, would you turn your back and read a newspaper? So you're I would to just get up. Gronk? I would just get uh, yes, basically. I would just get up and go get a beer. Something like that. Why do you hate Gronk? I don't hate Gronk. I hate the way WWE buys into these celebrity ideas thinking this is going to what's going to make us no it's not you have a ton of great talent right there do the right thing by them but that's not what they do what other celebrities have they brought in that is such that has soured you so on this idea uh what they did with kane velasquez uh what they did with uh with kane velasquez who is that not a celebrity former ufc heavyweight champion Oh, it's not a celebrity. Come on. Sure it is. We're, we're talking about Tyson, Rob Gronkowski. Tyson Fury, they brought him wrestling. in. Do what now? I knew Kane from wrestling. No, that's a different Kane. That's that's the guy who's the mayor of uh, of Knoxville right now, or whatever it is. Uh, you know, they did with Tyson Fury. They've done it through the years, you know, and they just they refuse to, like, push their their younger talent and give those guys the ball and let them run with it they they want to keep going back to these either older guys or these one-off celebrities but but the the guys that you're mentioning are one-off celebrities that are part of the fight industry right this is this is a different celebrity right but he's never trained to be a wrestler but they're going to go ahead and put him into some sort of main event status quickly i guarantee it 
Okay, I got a question. Could he make other guys more famous because more people would watch because it's Gronk? I would say you would think yes, but when he sm- smashes them in less than 30 seconds, which is what I would be willing to bet happens, those guys won't gain anything from that. I feel like I would gain some notoriety from letting Gronk smash something over me. Are you sure about this? I- I'm, I'm, I'm positive. Did you like Stone Cold Steve Austin? Yeah, I did before he blocked me on Twitter. <laughs> Whoa, do what? <laughs> Why did that happen? So, uh, one day... Because that's uh, the bottom line! Yeah, yeah. One day, I just happened to tweet at him, and I said, it was a day that, for some reason, my podcast before Thunder and Lightning was ahead of his on the iTunes rankings. And I just... It was like a joke. I just tweeted. I used that, that gif of him where he's holding his head in his hands. I didn't even think about it, right? Because I don't follow him. I came back March 16th, which is, you know, a few days from now. It's also my daughter's birthday. And, uh... I was going to tweet happy 316 at him like I do every year. And I, I couldn't get his name to pop up. And I was like, what's going on here? And I looked, and he had blocked me. So the rattlesnake is actually really thin-skinned. I, was I always liked The Rock better. from southwest Louisiana. No, God. <laughs> so you smack-talked Stone Cold Steve Austin mm-hmm. on the Twitters. I did. And got blocked. Got blocked. That rattlesnake. Thin-skinned. The Rock wouldn't block me. Have you tried? I never tweeted anything at The Rock like that. I've tweeted at The Rock before. Yeah. You, you like blocked me on Twitter once. <laughs> I, I I did like The Rock. Yeah. What was not to like? He was great. I was a huge Austin fan before he blocked me on Twitter. Now I'm like, yeah, I can do wash that. your hands of him. I have. Why? Well, you know, he doesn't want anything to do with me. Obviously. Just wanted to wish that man a happy 316. What is 316? What does Austin 316 mean? I don't know if I can say it on the air. Oh. Stone Cold Steve Austin 316. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's like me trying. You just sounded like me trying to talk about something I don't know that I have no clue what it is. Stone Cold Steve Austin 316. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, uh, but I was like spelling it out for Rippy. Yeah, Austin three sixteen. Every March yeah, was like 16th, Stone Cold Steve Austin Austin three sixteen. The t shirt. Every March sixteenth on, on on Twitter is like a huge day. Everybody wishes Stone Cold a happy three sixteen. Hmm. But I can't. Borky, I keep looking at these rules amendments for the NFL, and it's like we should talk about these. There's some interesting stuff here. This might be some good stuff here, but it's like it's so far away. <laughs> I know. It's just that this is what we're going to have to deal with for the next few weeks. There's a, well, because they're supposed to vote on them, or we're supposed to vote on them, uh, what, two weeks from now? Next week? Uh, whenever the owners' meetings happen. But now that the owners' meetings aren't happen, happening, or at least anytime soon, this is just kind of dust in the wind. We'll get to that next week. There's plenty of time to do that. Um, yeah. Don't Dak and the Cowboys have until Monday to get a long-term deal done? They do. That sounds right. And there's some some serious posturing there, but I mean, if you're the Cowboys and the offer is 33 million, what is it? 105 guaranteed? More than that. Um 105 guaranteed, 33 million a year. And that offer gets rejected. Are are you done? Tell him to kick rocks, pound sand. 
Because that, that is good money, and I think it, it does two things. It tells you you're committed to your quarterback. It tells your fans you're committed to your quarterback. It gives him upper-tier, tier one NFL quarterback money while also not breaking your bank account. I guess the holdup, if you're on the Dax side of things, is what happens with the CBA. I mean, hell, what does coronavirus yeah. do? But that's a big-time offer. That but is isn't more the than- issue... It isn't the issue the length? The Cowboys want this to be a seven or eight year deal where they guarantee 105 million, which really that means they're only on the hook for 105 million. And Dak wants it to be a four year deal at 33 million, where they're on the hook for 105 million. Because when you look at quarterback salaries, all they're doing is going up. And so while 33 million puts him in the top three in the league right now in terms of annual revenue. Two years from now, he's going to be probably outside the top ten. And by the time he gets to year six of a seven-year deal, if he's still there that long, he might be in the bottom ten in the entire league at $33 million a year. I don't know if that's indeed the holdup. That's just some of what I've read makes me believe that that's the sticking point in this deal. That the Cowboys want it to be a long-term deal. They're willing to commit. They're willing to commit a big guaranteed amount. But Dak was doesn't want the long term deal because he doesn't want to miss out on a second payday, which I guess is understandable. Still talking about a lot of money that you're maybe not willing to take and kind of betting on yourself. Sports Talk Mississippi. We. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.